the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix. And uh, we talk a lot about elections and politics, but winning the next generation is as or more important than winning the next election. And our enemies on the left, the enemies of freedom, the enemies of the republic, understand that full well. All the way dating back, for example, Vladimir Lenin declared that, give us the child for eight years and it will be a Bolshevik forever. Yeah, there's a lot of totalitarians that recognize the importance of getting the minds of the youth in order to be able to transform a culture, to transform a nation. And that's why I personally have refocused my activism efforts on two areas, Greg, the schools and churches. Because if we don't get back our schools, we're bailing out the the the, the republic that is t- taking on water faster than we can with a thimble and churches because they are and should be a major ally to speak up for the uh, faith-based values that really were incorporated into this country. Um, and I, I just as to, to kind of punctuate that, uh, you know, there's an overlap, quite honestly, between churches and schools, because if we don't get a hold of either one. We'll never save the republic. Well, that's true. And the uh, the the induction of millions and millions and tens of millions of Democrat voters is key to overthrowing liberty and the republic by the Democrat Party. And they're doing this in, in three ways: through the culture, through the government-run schools and the universities, and through mass immigration. And all three are, in my view, equally important. And all three, if we're going to save our freedom, our constitution and republic, have to be dealt with. Exactly right. Not. Um, we're going to be talking to somebody in our next segment who is focusing on one important part of this. And that is what's going on now in the California government-run schools is very explicit Triple X sex education to com- to sexually confuse and sexually indoctrinate the next generation and undermine the family, undermine the parents. Uh, this is one book that uh, says, or the curriculum says that uh, you know, and this goes. This is to kindergartners in first grade, ele- early elementary school. That some people, i.e., your silly, old-fashioned, uninformed parents, think there's two genders. There's really many more. And they're fluid. Absolutely. You can be one thing for one period and then all of a sudden realize that you're something in an, else in another period. Yeah, this morning, this afternoon, 
The challenge, here's the, here's the eternal challenge we face, Greg, as a program that is dedicated to moving people out of the stands and onto the political playing field. We can intellectualize how America is headed down the wrong road all we want. Unfortunately, it's, it's issues and emotional issues that get people's attention. And right now, the issue of what the state of California is incorporating into their quote-unquote health education is this over-sexualization and gender, and, and, and no science behind it, gender studies that they are indoctrinating kids to that have one decided outcome, and that is to break down the family. Because a long time ago, the people that came here with the intent and express purpose of undermining America, because America is the country that is the linchpin for holding up Western civilization. You take out America, Western civilization as we know it, it ends sooner or later. So the focus has always been to undermine the family. They started back in the 60s by taking prayer out of college, out of uh, elementary school, and it has been a constant drumbeat ever since. This is just a continuation. And what who we're going to interview next, Eileen Blakowski, is such a parent who has found that this issue, the sex education embedded now within our education framework in California, is has, is a bridge too far. It has gone too far. Parents are waking up to this, and it is this kind of an issue that will motivate people finally to get out of the stands and onto the playing field when parents find out what their kids are being taught because this is not your granddaddy's sex education of biology and the birds and the bees, and this is how a baby's made. Mm-hmm. This is a bridge too far for most any uh, parent. Well, I think 80%, 90% of the parents, if they saw what was actually in the X sex education, would say, no way is my child going to be exposed to this. You know, to put it bluntly, how many parents, and even and they may be lifetime Democrats, have never voted for a Republican in their life, but how many of them want their fifth grader taught about anal sex? Yeah, no, it's completely not age appropriate, and we need to move this. So coming up in our next segment, stay tuned for Eileen Blakowski. She's an activist, a parent, and has formed Informed Parents of California. It's a Facebook page that is going way beyond that. They they took 700 parents up to Sacramento. Eileen next on the Unite IE Radio Show after a break for our sponsor. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President, Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 NMLS 9873 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590. 
the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Greg, parents from all over California descended on Sacramento to raise awareness about a sex ed curriculum that many people in California are waking up to. Uh, Eileen Blakowski joins us now. She helped to organize the rally. She's also involved with an organization that has Facebook presence called Informed Parents of California that are educating people about the framework in our education system that is teaching kids sex and gender, and we're not talking about your granddaddy's sex education. We're, how many genders? We're, yeah, how many genders? Aileen, thank you for taking a moment out of your extremely busy day to spend it with us to tell us exactly what happened at the rally and what you guys are doing up in Sacramento. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for having me on. Today was a great day to be a patriot and a parent in California. We rallied on the south steps of the Capitol today. We had a crowd somewhere between, I want to say, five to 700 parents. They came from all over the state, and we rallied to say reject that framework, start all over, scrap it. And I, you know what? The crowd was just completely, they were resounding with loud cheers. And uh, so, we, I mean, this is a, just a one small demonstration of what's going on around the state. We run an organization called Informed Parents of California. We're really just a Facebook page, but we're turning into a movement, and um, we inform, equip, and activate parents to engage on the issue of the sex ed and all the other things that are coming into our schools that are uh, not good. <laughs> so um, today was a great day on the steps of the Capitol, and we think that it's only going to generate more momentum for this movement. Greg has got a couple questions for you, but before we get to that, could you t- just give us a thumbnail sketch of what it is that these five to 700 parents, because there are probably a lot of people out there that might be listening to our show or a rebroadcast of our show that are completely unfamiliar with what has gotten your attention. Why are 700 people in Sacramento to talk about Uh, this sex ed. Give us the highlights of what you find most objectionable to what's being introduced to elementary and middle school students across California. Here's the big picture. The big picture is there was a law that was passed three years ago, AB 329. Everybody was asleep, I guess, because we did not know that that law passed. And to be honest with you, it didn't sound that bad. It mandated sex education for kids in seventh Uh, through 12th grade, once in junior high, once in high school. But there's a little loophole in the law that says that you could teach this content in any other grade if it were age appropriate. That's where the big problem is. There's one other glaring problem, and that is the author wrote out parental authority. So if you don't want your children to be exposed to gender, gender orientation, uh, gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation, you can't opt out of those things. They've been written out of the law. So those are the two big problems with the law. In implementation, this whole law is a train wreck. I mean, they're teaching our children the language of consent for sex. 
this is wrong. Minors cannot consent for sex. There's no way we should be teaching them this. They think this is going to keep them safe from predators. Instead, it's going to drop all their inhibitions and have them doing whatever, whenever, and they're going to be prey for sexual predators. There'll be no need for for, um, consent laws if we do this. And so, I mean, we're going way beyond the version of ease here. We're giving them explicit instruction of every kind of sex, how to perform it, and how to use every explicit manner of uh, birth control and barrier method. We're doing hands-on demonstrations in class in mixed sex groups with boys and girls together. It's chaos. Some of the stuff is so graphic that I, I detect that you're reluctant to actually come out and say, here's, we, we talk about in-class examples and exercises of what they're really doing. And that's also important to communicate to parents. Yeah, okay, they're doing sex education. I had sex education back when I was in school in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the problem? Uh, Rebecca Friedrichs described that the curriculum, and you tell me if this is right or not, if you know who Rebecca Friedrichs is, that, sure yeah, that, that there's a condom relay game as part of the curriculum where the, the children line up in teams and then they rush out and put the condom on a model of an erect penis and then run back and high-five the, 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 children, the child behind him or her to do the same. Yes, we have seen that instruction replicated in more than one of the six state-approved curricula. And, but there's also instruction that parents should find disturbing like this, for example. There's, in, there's a lesson on barriers and lube, and um, they instruct our young girls to consider if you don't have uh, proper lube for sex, that lubrication, you should use lip gloss or Vaseline. I mean, really? Is this what parents want their little darling daughters to be taught? No. And how about the lessons that tell our children that there's another form of birth control that you may not have a barrier method that you may not have heard of before. Um, It's not birth control, but it's supposed to keep you safe during anal to oral sex, and it's called a dental dam. It's a piece of latex that was supposed to be used in oral surgery, and they're telling our children to use this as a barrier method to protect them from getting HIV and STDs for anal to oral sex. I mean, this is ridiculous. And not, not only that, you should also take note that the highlight of that lesson is that they're flavored. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just, you know, it's so ridiculous. You can't even imagine this. Speak to the gender portion of this curriculum uh, that I wish we had hours with you because I know we could actually fill it with meaningful content. But uh, one of the things parents are talking about is the gender based curriculum. Tell us a little bit about that. So this is the one of the more disturbing pieces. Again, when I when I say that, um, you know, they recommended that students be not only introduced to the gender portions, but that um, they only be positively promoted. That is the language of the law. Positively promote every gender orientation and gender expression. Um, This is a violation of First Amendment rights. I really don't know how the state is getting away with this right now, but if parents have anything to say about it, it won't be long. Um, What I would say is that when we're bringing this down to kindergarten, second, third grade, We're messing with children's natural child development. They can't think beyond their concrete understanding. Progressives want to progress our kids beyond their capability. 
you you can't change child development. It doesn't change no matter what age you live in. It doesn't matter if you're living in the 1820s or now. Children develop the same way. We can't progress their minds to accept these concepts, and yet the the Democrats or the liberals want to push this. Um, it's really dangerous. We just learned last week about a, a preschool training for preschool and daycare workers. Um, they're bringing LGBTQ and um, I guess what are they calling it? Oh, they, they want everybody to they want schools to be accessible and every classroom to be accessible to every gender. Starting in daycare and preschool, this is not the will of children. Children at that age do not have any concept beyond their natural, concrete understanding of what their biology <laughs> informs them of. So, you know, this is what's going on. And, you know, we have to understand that there's an agenda here. There's an indoctrination agenda, agenda, and it's not healthy for kids, and parents want to stop to it immediately. And that was going to be my next question. What is the larger agenda behind this stuff? We, we, we may think it's disgusting, and it is. We think it's nonsense and crazy, and it is. But is, the, is there a, for the chess players on their side, what's the larger agenda? Well, you know what? This is a really interesting question. We actually had a meeting in uh, Dr. Uh, Shirley Weber's office this morning, some leaders from um, informed parents. And you know something? I think they're wondering, what's all the buzz about? What are you parents up in arms about? And it was actually a fruitful meeting. Um, We want to have continuing dialogue. But right now, as it stands, we all know that the supermajority of Democrats who voted this law into existence, AB 329, I think many of them did so because they were told to vote with the party line. I can't confirm that that's actually true. That's what I have sort of heard whispers of. So I don't have that in writing. I've just heard whispers that that was true, that they were told they were going to vote that way. So they did. Those Democrats are still here in office. The legislative lane is narrow to to none to repeal that law at this point. But we think, um, you know, we would love to try and appeal to their common sense and point out the problems that exist with the the implementation and ask for clarification. We can get behind an amendment that is being proposed right now, um, authored by Senator Mike Morrell. I think he's in your area. And um, it's SB 673, which provides more parental oversight and transparency. We have to start somewhere. Um, typically, people on the right, you know, they want things done a certain way, and we don't, we're not good at cooperating. Informed Parents is here to say, look, grace all around, let's all lock hands and start moving in a direction, because we, you know, we got here by incrementalism, the incremental strategies of the left. And if we want to walk back... We would be smart to walk back by incremental steps. And so this is a great, positive, incremental step back toward common sense in the classroom. And then um, ultimately, we want this framework rejected. The Department of Education is responsible for rolling out what we see in a classroom and what's being taught in the actual classroom. If that framework, which is being proposed right now, if they adopt it as it sits right now, we will lose the next generation of children in California. And I just want that people to... The framework is littered with indoctrinating content that will ruin, and I, I mean it frankly, it will ruin children's understanding of life 
of love, relationships, the capability of having healthy relationships. Um, we're already seeing that over and over and over again. Kids are coming home confused because of what they're already exposed to in the classroom. Imagine when the framework is actually in place and all the textbooks are working in lockstep and you're hearing about gender issues across all subjects like it's normal. It's, um, you know, we shouldn't be confusing children. And so we're going to lose that if we don't reject this framework. So parents are right now, hundreds of them, at the Instructional Quality Commission meeting right now making public comment, asking that commission to shut this thing down, to, you know, just really throw it out, start over. Um, And so, yeah, we're, we're putting... We're putting a lot of pressure on the Department of Ed, on the State Board of Education. We're visiting legislators. We're writing letters. We're visiting them in their districts. I mean, everything that you should and can do, we are doing. Beautiful. And I just want people to know, you mentioned Dr. Shirley Weber. Dr. Shirley Weber is an assembly person for the 79th District here in California. And Dr. Weber, interesting that she's a doctor uh, and she's proposing all this, is the author of the uh, Assembly Bill 329 that put all this into motion, correct? She Yes. Yes, she is. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because, honestly, there's no science behind this gender fluid theory. Mm-hmm. So why are we teaching this to our kids in our classroom? You would think that someone as well-educated as a doctor would know that. You Well, you were describing why very well just before. You're going to lose an entire generation of children to them, to the enemy. They will control their thinking. They will undermine the family. They will undermine your parents. One of these books or, or the curriculum for, for uh, elementary school talks about, well, you know, some people, i.e. your silly, old-fashioned, uninformed parents think there's only two genders, but there's really more. Yeah. So that yeah. so 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 you describe what 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 the what the objective is. It's to break down the family. Yes, one one of our speakers today at the rally was uh, George Roska. He's a dad of four and he's an engineer by day and a pastor on by night and weekend and um he uh he escaped communist Romania. His family, they emigrated here le- legally and he described in his speech how nihilism or nihilism is the aim of the left and socialists, and that if we can make life meaningless, um, then people are easily more easily controlled, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're creating a life of meaninglessness for our children. That's where this agenda goes, and um, it's no surprise that we have the highest ideation of suicide um, and attempts, attempted suicide and completed suicides among youth today. Um, there's a reason for it, and we need to get to the root cause of it. Um, Rebecca Friedrichs is famous for, for offering that quote. Um, by Henry David Thoreau for a thousand hacking at the branches. There is one striking at the root. She's right about that. It's brilliant that she shares that everywhere, and we agree wholeheartedly. we got to strike at the root. Absolutely. Get out of our schools. Well, thank you so much, Eileen Blakowski. You have uh, started a, a movement. You're you're shepherding a movement that's awesome. The movement is called Informed Parents of California. You were able to marshal 700 people up to Sacramento, and you are now heading over to a hearing. Tell us real briefly what that hearing is, and then we'll let you get about your business today. Yeah, the Instructional Quality Commission is meeting today. They were tasked to create, and write, and review a framework for health education. And so this document's been through two iterations of public comments. 
Um, as far as I can tell, it doesn't look like they're taking a lot of our comments very seriously. But um, today is our last opportunity to make a, a public announcement about how we feel about the content of that 1,000-page document. Mm. Um, but there are hundreds of people down there right now telling the state of California, the Department of Ed, reject this framework. It is state-sanctioned sexual um, exploitation of children, and we will not have it, not on our watch. Well, um, thank you. We're, for- also, we're also telling parents, look, if you don't get the answers you want, if they're not listening to you, yes. pull your kids out of public schools. That's where this is going to have to go. You might have to make some bold decisions, but you know what? We stand with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you love God, if you love America, and or if you love your children, you will get them out of the government-run schools where they will be dumbed down academically, patriotically, religiously, and morally. Eileen, thank you so much for being with us today. We will have you back so that we can get a fuller picture of what's going on, because this is not going away. This is something we've got to continue to beat the drum about. Appreciate your tireless effort to uh, rally these parents up to Sacramento and organize this group and uh, raise awareness on this. God bless you and wish you a safe, safe journey throughout the rest of your trip. More up ahead on the Unite Inland Empire radio program as we continue to talk about uh, this very important topic and uh, some additional information that parents should know about it. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 NMLS 9873 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Welcome back to the United IE radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, and that is the private citizen, our listeners. You really do have the political power in this state. It says so right in the state constitution. The power, the, all political power is inherent in the people. The people is you, for the most part, until they redefine the definition of person, which they are in the process of doing. And we're going to show you a couple of key ways for you to reclaim your power in the upcoming United I Conservative Conference. And that's that statement that all power is inherent in the people is not a cliche. It is a description of how the world works like the laws of gravity. Unfortunately, many, if not most people, don't understand that. And the ruling class and the government's would rather us not. I would rather you not, and are, and can stay in power because of that. But absolute, even in, even in an absolute dictatorship, the people have the power and could overthrow if they wanted to. If they really wanted to, could overthrow their dictator and their government. As a segue from our last half hour, we, we were talking about what's going on in the education system in California. I didn't have so much sexual uh, sex sex ed in my elementary school. 
I had civics. I had civics that taught us about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights. We had to memorize the preamble of the Constitution. We had to memorize sections of the uh, of the uh, Declaration of Independence. We studied who the found who the people were that signed on to the Declaration of Independence, who who swore their sacred honor, their wealth, their very lives to forming the Republican. In fact, many of them gave up their lives to do that. And in schools, those people now are demonized as people that perpetuated the original sin of this country, which was slavery. And now, of course, the the, the next iteration of that is abortion. Uh, there is a brand new movie, by the way, uh, Unplanned. I would encourage everybody to see it. I did see it. It is an amazing movie. Um, it is unlike any Christian-based uh, movie you've ever seen. It is... And it's ex- based on a true story. It's a true story of Abby Johnson, who worked eight years in a planned, planned parenthood clinic. Easy for me to say. She started as a volunteer, was recruited as a volunteer. She was lifted up finally to the director of the Houston Planned Parenthood and it wasn't until she actually sat in or was asked to go into a room where an abortion was being performed and hold they were shorthanded she had to hold the uh, ultrasound so that the surgeon could see where the fetus was to insert the tube to suck the fetus out she watched the fetus fighting for its life as it was literally being sucked limb from limb into this tube and into that jar with all the fetal remains. And it's that's the way the movie starts off, and that's probably why it got the R rating, because it is very graphic. It's very symbolic of what goes on, and it sets the tone for the whole movie. It got the R rating because it's uh, pro-life. I don't doubt that, but that was the excuse, was probably the opening scene. Uh, but go see it. Organize groups to go see it. It will. And that opens this weekend. It opens this weekend. Friday night was its opening night. And uh, get crowds out because, as, you, as we've learned, in the movie world, in, the, in, the, uh, in that world, uh, how a movie performs in its first weekend determines lots of other things. So getting a lot of people out to see that movie, extremely important. And to, to digress briefly from what we wanted to talk about in this segment, there's another movie opening this weekend called Hotel Mumbai. Oh, yes. Which is which is about the uh, Islamic terrorist attack on the city of Mumbai in India. Yes. And all the people that were killed there and how this hotel there, it was a fancy hotel there, the staff and the guests rallied and worked together to try to save their lives. And there were a lot of lives lost. I am looking forward to seeing that movie. It looks extremely well done as well. So what a week, Greg. Yeah. The best week since November 7, 2016. I think we could just hit the highlights, and then, of course, we want to dig into the event that has caused ratings at CNN and MSNBC to crater this week. That's a very interesting side effect of the release of the Mueller report the Friday before last, uh, the Friday before last weekend, and then, of course, over the weekend, William Barr issues his summary. There was bell-to-bell coverage of this on Sunday, and Monday, Nancy Pelosi says the most important thing we need to be talking about. Is is healthcare, and as dutifully as the media is, it proves that the media is nothing more than the PR department for the Democrat Party. They pivoted, and literally every show starting Monday evening through Tuesday was nothing but healthcare. Nothing but healthcare. Shows devoted entirely to Russian collusion shifted on a dime to talking about healthcare. Well, they haven't totally given up their 
con of the Russian of the Russian collusion hoax. They're still saying, "Well, we haven't seen the report. There's really evidence there." Uh, Good pencil, luck. pencil neck Adam Schiff. I love that. Rush Rush started that, and, and Donald Trump has picked up on that on that nickname. That is, I've I've seen the evidence, right? Uh, what if there was a movie? I don't know, it was the Sting or something, and, and the the admonition in the movie was never give up the con. Well, they can't. They can't because Adam Schiff went on public TV and said, "I've seen the evidence. The evidence is real. There was actual collusion." Eric Swalwell, the two, and 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 Maxie Waters. You had you had major spokespeople for this. You know, Adam Schiff at the leading the pack. Eric Swalwell, Maxine, of course who was, you know, impeach 45 and now says uh, impeachment is off the table. I wonder why. Then you, then you also have Obama's intelligence chiefs, Clapper yes. and Brennan and Comey and others. Who got hired who have, by who been, CNN and MSNBC. Who have been assuring us. I mean, the, the, the magnitude of this. Treason! For, for, more than, for more than two years. Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Trump Russia collusion. The evidence is there. It's, you know, he, Mueller's going to get him. So we do. I mean, Rush said, imagine the reverse. If for two years I had assured you that Hillary Clinton was going to be indicted, I knew that's going to happen. And then she's not. What would happen to what said you all referring to his audience would abandon me. And we see that there'll be some diehards that will hang in there. But but remember our friend Brandon Strzok, founder of the Rockaway movement. It was in that movement. It was in the moment that he realized that the mainstream media was lying to him about Donald Trump. When he was, his friend presented him evidence of that, he saw that, he realized they were lying to him. That was his moment. That was when the pressure differential between reality and his left-wing bubble got too great and reality broke in. Yep. And, and we'll see how many, how many other people are going to have a Brandon Strzok movement moment i gotta believe that brandon is busy this week this past week with people who have realized the same thing that this uh that this Mueller report coming out the way it did saying no indictments no no evidence of collusion and no real evidence of obstruction but we're going to leave it up to uh william barr and the attorney general to sort that one out um there've got to be people that are all of a sudden going wait a minute if this was such a slam dunk how come 19 virulent anti-trump uh in the tank for hillary clinton attorneys some of them some of the country's leading uh you know ag- aggressive prosecuting attorneys uh andrew weinstein right he, he was weissman weissman andrew weissman uh these people were handpicked by Mueller to be able to do to rabid dogs these were these were the rottweilers of the uh democrat party uh, and of the legal part of the democrat party right. the attack 600, dogs 675 days 19 Virulent anti-Trump lawyers, as you mentioned, 40 FBI agents, 2,800 subpoenas, 500 search warrants, 230 orders for communication records, 50 orders for pen register, which monitors people's who they're talking to, but not the content of the communication, 500 witnesses, 13 requests to foreign governments for information. And Zippo, not a nothing. And And we've known this for a long time, that this was all concocted hoax. First to help Hillary Clinton, and failing that, when she couldn't win a rigged election in her favor, to try to force Donald Trump out of office. And here's the really scary part. 
For the first time that I'm aware of in, in, in American history, these agencies, these very powerful intelligence agencies that apparently think they're above the law, have sought to intervene in elections. So the, so the scary interference was not Russia doing some Facebook posts. The scary part was U.S. intelligence and some purported law enforcement agencies interfering in American elections. Well, and to the point to which they, if there had been legitimate Russian interference in the election process, the FBI would have gone to the Trump campaign and said, we think that the uh, that the Russian government is trying to interfere and they and we believe they are targeting your campaign. We need to stop it. They never did that. Ostensibly because if it was happening, they wanted it to happen so that they could entrap the com- the Trump campaign so that they could ultimately use that to indict members of the Trump campaign. They never wanted to stop it. Oh, it was all it was all set up. The FBI spy, one at least one of them in the Trump campaign, tells this low level guy Papadopoulos, "Oh, the Russians have Hillary's emails." Another off he goes to London, right? Invited by an operative of, of British intelligence to give a speech there were there. So then, the, so then they're meeting in the bar and they're talking about this. And Papadopoulos repeats what he'd been told by the FBI spy. Just so happens that the Australian ambassador just happened to be there, and the Australian ambassador just happened to be a major donor to the Hillary Clinton Foundation, millions of dollars, who says, oh, I I heard this Trump official saying about the Russians having Hillary's emails, and puts that back to the FBI. It was all a setup from the get-go. It was all a hoax from the get-go to help Hillary Clinton sabotage Donald Trump and then failing that to try to force him out of office. And there are three named Democrats I can think of that have any problem with that. The rest of them are totally fine with weaponizing the intelligence agencies and law enforcement against their political opponents. And that is the most scary part of this story. And one of the elements of this entire two years that unfolded was... A little aggressive attorney that decided that he was going to take he was going to capitalize on the never Trump movement. And he decided to represent Stormy Daniels. And he was literally, I mean, over a hundred interviews between CNN and MSNBC to the point to where they were saying that this guy is a probable shoe in to oppose Donald Trump ends up getting arrested this week. Put handcuffs on him, and we now know what MAGA really means. What's that? Michael Avenatti gets arrested. Works for me. We'll be back after this break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. 
This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We've been talking this half hour about the was it the greatest week, at least since the 2016 election, with the release of the Mueller report showing not only, as we've all known for a long time, that there was no collusion between Donald Trump and his campaign and the Russians, but showing how the Democrat Party and its propagandists in the mainstream media have been lying repeatedly about this for more than two years. Tucker Carlson addressed this. I, I love his show. It's, 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 if I have time for one sh- one show, one Fox News show a day, That's it's, it. it's, it's Tucker Carlson. Yep, I agree. So on Monday, he had, a, he had a long monologue to start this off, and we're going to pick it up near the end of the monologue, and where Tucker draws some larger lessons from all of this. There's an ominous lesson here, too. Our leaders are not fit to lead. They have no idea what they're doing, and they won't admit it. They're hysterical children, cruel and stupid and vain. They care only about themselves. They learn nothing from their mistakes. And so their self-regard, undiminished, they march on to the next disaster, full of self-righteous confidence. The next battle, they tell us, is over obstruction of justice. It doesn't seem to occur to them that justice is precisely what we got yesterday. Nineteen federal prosecutors spent nearly two years investigating the Democratic Party's claim that Donald Trump stole the presidential election. Investigators in the case had a limitless budget and essentially no restrictions of any kind. They hired dozens of FBI agents, intelligence analysts, and forensic accountants to help them investigate. They issued nearly 3,000 subpoenas. They received hundreds of search warrants and hundreds more surveillance orders. They showed up at people's homes with automatic weapons pointed in their faces. They spied on American citizens. They read their texts, downloaded their emails. They interviewed at least 500 separate witnesses. Not since September 11th have federal investigators dug more deeply into a case. And in the end, they proved the charges false. Democrats have decided to ignore the findings. Instead, they say they want justice, by which, of course, they mean revenge, punishment, power. That's what they've always wanted. The rest of this, the Mueller investigation included, was staged purely for show. Shame on the rest of us for falling for it yet again. You'd like to believe the people who did this will be held accountable. They hurt our country. They poisoned our public sphere. They distorted our foreign policy. They completely terrified the population. They should be punished. It's not like we don't punish people here. We live in a society where people lose their jobs for believing in biology, a place where college students risk having their lives destroyed for telling the wrong joke. America is suddenly a very punitive place. But these people will escape what they deserve. You know they will because they so often have before. The very same people who pushed the Russia collusion conspiracy are the ones who told us Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction in 2003. A few years after that, they'd assured us that the housing market was absolutely solid. No problem. Go ahead and invest. Just the other day, they informed us that we'll have to stay in Syria and Afghanistan forever because of threats that only they understand. Tomorrow, they'll be telling you to take the bus to work because of global warming. They will never take the bus. They won't have to. They will never face the consequences of the disasters they created. Instead, they'll keep getting rich from failure. Another TV contract another committee chairmanship, another fat grant from a Soros-funded foundation. And as they prosper, they will continue to lecture you from Twitter about your imaginary moral failings. Shut up, racist, obey. That's what's likely to happen in the aftermath of this hoax. 
That's what's always happened. How long do they think this can continue? How long indeed? It will continue until they, you know, I was thinking about this very thing. Everything, everything the Democrats advance is advanced as ultimately it's a lie. Global climate change, the Russian hoax. Uh, health care, their solution if to health care. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. Right. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. The attack on Benghazi, it was a film. No, it was a terrorist attack, and we know that now. Uh, Hillary Clinton's email scam, she uh, she completely ignored protocol, government protocol designed to keep our government safe from intrusion. She ignored it. Everything they do is a scam. Everything they talk about is a scam. The Ka- whole purpose for the race card right. Ka- is a scam. Justice Kavanaugh was a serial rapist, serial gang rapist. It's all a scam. Everything is a lie. And I think part of the reason is when you remove accountability, a personal accountability, morality from the equation, in 2012 at the Democrat convention, they tried to remove God from their platform. They would sooner remove God from society as anything else, and they would be happy about it. Religion is the opiate of the people. They would it would it would serve their purpose to remove God from from everything. They are a they have become a party of deception. And we know those of us that uh, study, you know, deception, who's the great deceiver? Satan. This party, this party of in American politics has become the Satan of the Republic. That they they want nothing more than to destroy the republic and turn it into a well Venezuela as far as I can. Well, Barack Obama told us that it, the the goal is to fundamentally transform the United States of America. His words, not mine. Absolutely, and they've been setting about doing that, and they 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 will do, and they made it quite clear that they will say and do anything. To achieve the power to do so, I can't think of a more perfect allegory for what we're, for 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 this conversation than what happened this week in the Jussie Smollett case. You have a clear, a a compl- a a totally clear picture of what actually happened there—a manufactured hate crime, a hoax—and the attorneys for Jussie Smollett literally came out and said don't believe your lying eyes this didn't happen jesse's a victim he was he was accosted at 2 a.m in the morning at in in the in a cold part in the dead of winter by two mega people because of course people in mega hats stroll chicago in the dead of winter at 2 a.m they're filled with them I, i see them in my street all the time it's a perfect allegory for what we're dealing with the, they they took that case, they buttoned it up and sealed it and said, this is over and done with. We don't want this discussed anymore. Part of undermining, it was a lie. Part of undermining the republic and our, and our country is to undermine the principle of the rule of law and equality before the law. So Smollett's a great example of that. So was Hillary Clinton, who was clearly and obviously guilty 
of crimes, certainly of certainly of mishandling classified information. And I have little doubt that if a fair minded prosecutor delved into the Clinton Foundation, she'd be under arrest for bribery and under indictment for bribery. We've got to take a quick break right here for a sponsor for our second half of the United IE radio show. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show. Not only the home for the most important political office, but also the home of the 6th Annual Unite IE Conservative Conference coming up on April the 28th. Greg, if people don't have their seats, they better move quickly. We are 50% subscribed to the event. And and we're a month out. And we're a month out. This is going to sell out. You're going to want to get your tickets. You're not going to want to miss out because this is a gathering that will kick off the 2020 election cycle here in the Inland Empire will get people activated to focus on the two most important issues, getting people activated based on uh, what Rebecca Friedrichs is going to share. We heard about it in the first half hour, and that is going after the schools. There's a couple of key things we'll talk about there and getting churches activated in the process. We've got a great panel headed up by Jack Hibbs with Rob McCoy, a pastor for the Calvary Chapel up in Thousand Oaks, who has gotten into politics himself as a city councilman for the city of Thousand Oaks. And Tim Thompson is a pastor of a Calvary church called 412 in Marietta, who's also taking up the banner of activism and going after schools about this sex ed curriculum. And that's absolutely essential because we've talked, the Breitbart said that the uh, politics is downstream of culture and religion needs to be upstream well, it is culture. It is upstream, but 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 but, but the, the the pastors in the church have not been fulfilling their responsibilities. The easy thing to do is um, just say you have Sunday service and maybe have a program of outreach to the homeless and and very innocuous things, and not challenge the status quo. But you, you, when you see what's happening in the, with this triple X sex education, it's absolutely essential. So this is going to be a great conference. Larry Elder, Tommy Laren, Brandon Strock, founder of Walk Away, Charlie Kirk, founder of Turning Point USA. Go to am five ninety theanswer dot com. Click on the rotating banners for your tickets because the, this is going to sell out. Get your tickets right away. Greg and I will be there. So should you. That's going to do it for us. You're speaking there, so you have to be. That's going to do it for us. Another edition of the United IE Radio Show every Saturday at 4 p.m. and throughout the weekend when the engineers decide to plug us in. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.